0: Welcome to the Lady Beta podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Mern. I'm a climbing coach, business coach, and brain rewiring certified coach. In this podcast, we'll talk about all things climbing, business growth, and brain rewiring from a holistic point of view. You can hear more from me over on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching and on my website, ladybetacoaching.com. You can find freebies for training for climbing, building your business, and brain rewiring over there. I'm so excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here, and I'm so excited for you to listen to this, we'll call it a live coaching session with Kiersey. She is absolutely amazing. She's incredibly coachable. And I think we really got to some big breakthrough moments for her. So I'm excited for you to actually be able to witness that, to hear the transformations that have happened for her. It was really cool to be on the other side of this and be able to lead her through some of the visualization exercises that we did. We're talking all about overcoming imposter syndrome today. I think that, you know, you definitely don't have to be a business owner to experience this. I know I've felt this a lot in my climbing I felt it a lot just kind of existing in the world. Who am I to do this? Who am I to be here to take up space? That person does it better than me, so I might as well just not even try. These thoughts, they really pop up, I think, when we're least expecting them and kind of when we're already feeling a little bit down. So these thoughts creep into our heads and they kind of make it feel like it's impossible to move forward. It's impossible to take action and that it would honestly, it feels like it would just be better to stay small and to hide and to not use our voices. So really excited for you to listen to this today. I kind of got this idea from... Really wanting to, I think, showcase my coaching style. And if you haven't worked with me before, I think sometimes hiring a coach, you're like, I don't know what I'm gonna get. Um, every coach has a different style of doing things. For me, I don't always do the same exercises with everybody, it changes. And as I uplevel my skills, as I learn more modalities to help my clients, things change, they shift, they look a little bit different. But as of right now, this is a really good sh- showcase of if you work with me, the type of coaching that you'll get. So it's it's pretty clear, too, if it resonates with people or not. If not, that's totally fine. Um, there, are, there are tons of coaches out there. This is just my specific flavor of it. So before we go ahead and dive into this interview with Kiersey, I wanted to first tell you about some of my favorite modules from Ignite. So if you've been listening to the show, you know that enrollment for Ignite closes tomorrow on the 12th of November, so that actually doesn't leave you very much time to enroll. I I actually did another really fun thing. I brought back the $500 discount just for 48 hours, just for 48 hours. So just for Thursday and Friday, the $500 discount is back. You'll see that reflected in the information pages. If you go to the show notes, you can click on both joining the coaching calls and then joining the full program. So the educational modules, the ones that I'm going to highlight and we're going to talk about, and the coaching calls combined. So you can learn more about that. Again, if you have any questions, DM me. I actually opened up a few times for Clarity calls. If you have questions about the program, questions about is this the right fit for me or not, you can send me a DM or an email. Email. I'll be sure to send the link to you. You can also find the link in my Instagram bio and sign up that way. These are just quick 15-minute calls where you can ask any questions that you have about the program and we'll determine together if you're a perfect fit to move forward or not. And if you're not, then I will be sure to refer you to other resources, other coaches that I think that might be a better fit for you. So I really wanted to highlight some of my favorite modules in Ignite. So this program, it's 12 weeks long. It has 12 different very specific Modules. All of these modules by themselves could stand alone as a teaching, as a training, helping you to really unlock specific parts of your business. And one of my absolute favorite ones, and this is actually module four, is all about online audience growth and visibility. So, this word visibility, I think when people think about it, it's okay, yeah, people can see me, I'm right here, but can they actually see? you the real you the authentic you are you actually verbalizing and vocalizing the words that you want to be saying are you allowing your true and authentic self to show up because that's actually how you're going to attract people to you the more that you are you the more that you give people permission to be themselves so in this audience we talk all about strategy this is a very strategy based module we talk all about how to essentially get more followers, but not even just that. It's more followers who are actually going to be good fits to work with you. And we do that by learning how to put yourself out there, how to go on stories and talk about yourself, your offers, what it is that you do, how to get on live, how to get really comfortable with the camera. I think that's a really important one that a lot of people struggle with. We talk all about how to actually once these people are coming into our audience, how do we get them to go deeper with us? Things like building a landing page with an automation. You can do that in either MailChimp or ConvertKit. Those are two email service providers that I walk you through how to step-by-step, here's how to set these things up. We talk all about, okay, now that you've actually gotten people interested in what you do, how can we then get on a call with them and ask them very specific questions to where at the end of that call, similar to the clarity calls that I do, they know, okay, yep, this is a great fit nope okay let's go a different direction so this online audience growth and visibility this is absolutely key for business owners if you are having a business online and you're not leveraging social media to the best of your ability, I really think you're missing out. You're leaving a lot of money on the table. Even having a small online presence can do wonders for your business. For me, I actually hit my first 6K month in business and I had less than 2,000 followers on Instagram. So I think a lot of people think that you have to have a lot of followers. The more followers you have, the easier it is. And that is absolutely not true. I have under 8,000 followers on Instagram and I'm able to hit consistently two years in a row now, multiple six figures in revenue in my business. So it's it's not all about that. It really is all about, okay, the things that we're going to do, this is what we talked a lot about in the podcast episode on Tuesday. So the one right before this is how can I make what I do more potent, more effective, not just work more to mer- work more, but how can I make what I do spread further so that people that are finding this, I know that they're resonating with it and they're connecting with me because of it. So my other favorite module is actually module seven. So this is the second part of the launch. So module six is all about how to set up the pre before the launch, deciding if you want to do workshops, the timing of it, what you're essentially topics are going to be for your launch, what you're launching, setting up your offer, all of that. And then module seven is promoting your offer, how to show up and tell people about your offer. This is how we really start to develop your voice. We get really clear on what it is that you're offering, the transformations that you're providing people. I think a lot of business owners struggle with this. They struggle with actually coming up with how people are going to change and how they're going to feel after they work with them. They know all the details. They know, okay, you're going to get this many calls. You're going to have this level of support, but I don't actually know how to verbalize and put into words how you're going to feel after working with me. And here's the thing. People buy based off of how they want to feel. So we need to be able to speak to that. We talk all about how to track your leads that you might have. So nothing is slipping through the cracks. We can build spreadsheets. Yes, we can go like all the strategy route. This is why I really love Ignite is it's actually this perfect blend of strategy and energetic work. We need to be able to have the energetics in place in order to move forward and have the strategy actually work in the first place. So what we do is we feel into what is the experience? What is the transformation that you want to provide? How can we bring that to words? How can we showcase that in different and unique ways so that people are excited about what you offer? Can we have you do a live maybe once weekly maybe we have you do some Q&A maybe we do a behind the scenes of your offer where you're sharing as you create this and then all of a sudden you have this amazing offer maybe you can print out something like your workbook that you have show that on Instagram stories it's really getting creative and tapping into your feminine energy which is all about creativity all about flow all about compassion and nurturing how can we tap into that and really show your audience what it is that you have to offer them so my third favorite module is module 11. So it's product suite, scaling, and brain rewiring for business. So, I mean, honestly, all of the good stuff. If you are a business owner and you have not gone through brain rewiring, woo, you are in for a treat. So brain rewiring is going to bring to the surface all of the limiting beliefs that we have and are holding. Most of the time, these are actually subconscious and You cannot separate yourself from your business. You are not your business, but your business is a reflection of you. It's a reflection of where you're at energetically. If you're open, if you're not open, if you're actually holding yourself back, again, not consciously, but if you have all these limiting blocks and beliefs... It's going to be really hard for you to grow your business to what you know you're capable of. For me, everything changed once I started brain rewiring. I actually did the math on this, and my revenue doubled once I started brain rewiring. It actually doubled. So that's why I include it in this module. I think it is crucial for business owners to go through the rewiring process. I include a brain rewiring meditation in here. We talk all about it. And I think it's super important, too, along in this module, we talk about product suite. So what that refers to is how many offers do you want to have? Thinking of things like, okay, we want something that maybe is a little bit lower ticket for people to enter into our audience, Something that is a lower cost offer that people can get really excited about. They see the value. They see what it is that you can do for them as a coach. And then how do we build that out from there? How do we do something that's like maybe medium ticket, something that's medium higher ticket, and then something that's high ticket? That would generally be something like one-on-one coaching or maybe it's a high level group or mastermind. So really building those out for my clients because once you get really solid on one offer, then you can start to grow and expand from there. I think a lot of people come in and they're like, I have all of these ideas, I wanna do all of these things, which is fucking awesome, I love it. I love that energy, I love when people want to do it all, But we can't actually do it all, all at once. We've got to do it in a smart and strategic way. And this is why in this program, I teach you how to launch these things. I give you the skills and the tools to launch so that you feel confident putting out all of your ideas, all of your offers in a way that's actually going to get you the most amount of clients, the most amount of money that you possibly can for that. It's going to make the biggest impact when you follow a strategy and follow a plan. We talk all about scaling your business as well. This is something I've really been thinking about a lot. I am actually planning on running a six-figure mastermind in the new year, so I'll be enrolling for that shortly. So if you're interested in that, make sure you let me know because this is a very intimate container. I only have six spots available for this. It'll be a six-month mentorship in scaling your business to six figures and beyond. So scaling has a lot of struggles with it. I'm not going to lie. As I scale my business, it's a new level, new devil. There's, There's always something. Okay. Tackled that thing. Feel really great on that. Oh shit. Where is that coming from? Out of left field. All of a sudden I have, you know, too many clients. How do I streamline and automate my process so that I can actually serve more people at once? So it's really looking at the unique and individual challenges inside your business and how do we set up things like automation? How do we get you to spread your message further and serve more people people, how can we shift you from something like lots of one-on-ones to more groups, maybe more passive offers so that you can free up some time for yourself? Because again, like the point of this isn't just to work all the time. It's actually to have freedom, to enjoy your life, to do the things that you are passionate about. You can, you know, totally be passionate about your work. I very much am. But there are other things that I really like doing. I love climbing. I love being outside. I love camping. I love reading. I love, I mean, honestly, just like existing, laying in the sun and doing nothing. Like that brings me a lot of joy I love traveling and I want to be able to do those things and my business provides me the means to do those but I have to free up enough time in order to actually enjoy them so those are just three of my favorite modules there are 12 total again I'm so excited about all of these I have a bonus section where you can actually get to know yourself better we talked about this again on Tuesday the Enneagram the four tendencies and human design I have separate videos on each of those one of them's 40 minutes long we have an 18 minute one and a 20 28 minute one so you get a deep dive into how each of these is actually going to help you in your business, how you can actually implement the information that you take from these frameworks and see how they improve your life and your business. Super exciting. So, if you need more information about Ignite or you want to set up that 15-minute clarity call, be sure to head to the link in the show notes and you can set those up. I have some times available for calls on Friday, Sunday, and Monday. I'm so excited we get started on the 29th. I won't be running this program live again. My guides have told me that it's time to it's time to level up. Those who I take through this program, I will really be working to support them. To Towards six figures, towards taking their businesses full time. So I'm really excited about what's next. I've got a lot of ideas. They're coming, they're brewing. So get excited. I I literally I can't wait. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this interview with Kiersey. <music> I'm really excited for today's special episode. This is actually something I haven't done before. I'm gonna be doing a live coaching session. So I actually have Kiersey here with me. She is based in Finland. She's a climbing coach. So we're going to be talking a lot about overcoming imposter syndrome. So this is something that I see a lot of business owners struggle with. They really struggle to put themselves out there to really go big and like reach the visibility that they need to in order to get clients to really create those offers that people are wanting from them. So I'm really pumped to have you on the show today to talk about this. So for our listeners, would you go ahead and give a little bit of your background? So where you're at, how long you've been in business for... notifications that you have just so people can get a really good idea of where it is that you're coming from.
1: Yeah, sure. Thank you, Chelsea for taking me on on this podcast. I'm really nervous, but I'm, I'm sure I'll be fine. Uh, yeah, I'm a climbing coach. I started about two years ago. I'm in Finland and that's where I, I do most of my my coaching as well. Um, I majored in sport medicine. Uh, I think it was 2011 and after that I've done uh, strength training coach uh, training and a personal trainer training
0: okay yeah. you have a lot of certifications you're very yeah. qualified for this
1: I know I know but still I feel like well we've been talking about it but still I feel that I need a few more certifications <laughs> to be able to do this job <laughs> I know it's yes. it's crazy Yeah.
0: You're not alone in that. I think um, this this comes up a lot when I work with women. Not as much when I work with men. You know, surprising, surprising nobody. But women feeling like, okay, when I get this certification, when I do this thing, then I'll be good enough. Then I can put myself out there. But not until then. So, okay, let's start to dive into this and detangle this a little bit. So with imposter syndrome, um, and I'd love to hear your view on this as well. For me, what what it looks like and what it feels like is not wanting to use my voice, not wanting to put my real thoughts and my real opinions out there. It feels like this invisible shield that holds me back from doing things from taking action in my business from moving the needle forward it keeps me in this like small little box that's what it feels like for me how do how do you experience it
1: yeah it's, it's about similar to me as well it's like mm, I, I don't really have my own voice and it's sort of mm-hmm. trying to come out but the imposter syndrome is like it's keeping it you know silent in, and small and for me i think it's um probably comes from the childhood i don't know but um it, it's sort of um i shouldn't uh put myself out there i shouldn't put myself um to be seen if you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah yeah so i should i should you know play small and be silent and behave and you know <laughs> not yeah. trying to be better than everyone else
0: yes oh my gosh I'm so glad that you brought that up too because this is this is something that I talk about a lot when I coach people through overcoming imposter syndrome is what is the conditioning what is the messaging that you learned when you were younger was it don't talk until you're spoken to essentially like you need to stay small and quiet and you know that the adults or the parents around maybe they weren't even doing this intentionally but it was essentially like out of sight, out of mind, like stay, stay as small as possible. So for you, Kirsi, did you have siblings at all? Like what was, what was your home like, like for you?
1: Yeah, I have a younger sister. She's two and a half years younger than I am. And when I was so uh, little, my mom used to work as a child. Um, I don't know what, what's the word in English, but she took care of um, children in our own house. Um, and there was always always a lot of children around Mm -hmm. yeah so I felt like I wasn't seen yes yeah I I felt like the the older other children were were always getting my mom's attention Mm -hmm. and there was not enough for me so yeah
0: Yes. Okay. This, this, this is huge. And, you know, maybe you've thought about this before, maybe not, but you can definitely see how being one of many children, you know, even if maybe sometimes you would have tried to, you know, have that call for attention or be like, Hey, like I really need attention right now. Maybe it was, you got that response of don't try to, don't try to outdo everyone, you know, essentially like (laughs) you're, you're just in the mix. Don't try to rise above anyone. And that really, like when we get, rejected, I'll put that in quotes in that way, that reinforces to us like, I guess I'm not worthy of actually expressing myself, of being this unique individual that actually d- has needs. I have needs and I have my own individual voice. So with that, generally what I do is a little bit of inner child work here. And we can do this a number of ways. I think one of my favorite ways is actually Kiersey if you want to go ahead and close your eyes. So when we close our eyes and we actually allow ourselves to shut down some of our other senses, I think it's a lot easier for us to visualize, go back in the past. So what we're going to do with this inner child healing is I want you to go back and really think about one specific time when your mom had a bunch of other kids in the house. Maybe you wanted to show her a picture that you drew. Maybe it was you stubbed your toe and you like really needed a hug. You really needed attention and you didn't feel like you received what you needed in the moment. I want you to really set the scene in your mind. I want you to think about the noises that you might have heard, what you were feeling. You can allow yourself to feel those feelings in your body. You are safe. This is a safe space for you to experience this, for you to go back and be in that memory that you have. And I really want you to look at this younger version of yourself and how she's feeling, how she's reacting. And since you are her, you know, quite a few years later, you know exactly the type of love that she needed in that moment. So I really, I want you to allow yourself to step into the frame, to step into the memory that you are visualizing that you have in your mind and go to her, go to that younger version of yourself. And maybe she needed a hug. Maybe she needed somebody coming down to eye level with her and saying, I see you. I hear you. I understand that it can be really difficult being one of many children in in an environment. Maybe what she needed is some cuddles or she needed an adult to spend time with her coloring. You're going to be the only one ultimately that can give that to yourself. So being able to go in and essentially rewrite this narrative for yourself that says, you know what? I am worth it. I do get to stand out. I do get to share my voice and I do get to express myself in a way that feels really true and authentic to me. So whatever that looks like for you in your mind. And the thing with inner child healing is we can come back to this at any moment. And this is, this is a tool. You can do many guided meditations around it. There's lots of resources with inner child healing, but The work is not done ever it is ongoing you will probably think of different moments in your life that you can pick out and really use inner child healing to go back and rewrite that narrative so Kiersey if you want to go ahead and open your eyes how was that for you just being able to kind of go back and see that younger version of yourself what is it do you think that you needed in that moment
1: well it felt quite uncomfortable Yep. To be honest and yeah <laughs> I, I could feel some tingling on uh, in my legs and like very uncomfortable feeling and um and i think what what i needed at the moment was just someone to say it's okay it's not your fault
0: yes yeah yes yeah and that's that's such a big one too because when we're younger um we can tend to be just sponges for like blame and responsibility because we don't we don't know any better nobody's come and told us hey it's not your fault. So when you say hey it's not your fault, let's dig a little bit deeper. What are you referring to? What did you want somebody to come tell you like this singular thing is not your fault?
1: Um I needed uh help with my homework and I went to my mom and asked her if she could help me and uh, she was really busy obviously she had lots lots and um of uh things to do and um, then uh, she she was cooking actually and she burned the food because I went to interrupt her and yeah
0: mm-hmm. that, that's okay. the thing and then
1: yeah I I sort of felt like it, it was my fault
0: mm-hmm. like yeah. you're a burden like uh, yeah need, yeah mm-hmm. you need to be completely independent and be able to do these things for yourself so okay for you what was it like um and this comes up for just about everybody when they're in school what was the relationship between you and your grades and potentially getting praised for it what was that like so you know getting I, in, in the states obviously like we have grades i don't i don't know what your systems like over there but typically here like when you do well you get a lot of praise and people are like oh my gosh you're so smart and then the reverse side is like ooh punishment like this is not a good thing so tell me a little bit more about that for you
1: yeah it sounds very similar it's the same here in Finland so we get grades and yeah they appraise you if you if you get good grades and the opposite yeah you're sort of not punished but I remember when I was young at at home and at school people said that you're lazy you haven't done your homework you haven't studied enough you know what it's Mm -hmm. it's your fault that you didn't do well at the exams and you didn't get good grades
0: Yep, so yeah, at a young age, you really internalize that and that that hits you very deeply. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, this is why I like to get so much of that backstory because just from some of these simple things that I've asked you, I can really start to pull these threads out and see, no wonder as an adult, you feel like you need to have so many certifications so that you are good enough. We'll put that in quotes. You are already good enough but because you felt like you had to do everything yourself you felt like this huge need to prove yourself that like oh okay i guess i don't need help then i don't i don't need anything from anyone then the next step to you is going to feel like another certification it's that proving that's how i feel worthy
1: yeah yeah 100% it sounds so far- familiar yeah yeah (laughs) it's like how how can you say that we've been talking like what 10 minutes (laughs) (laughs) you already know so much about me (laughs) yeah
0: but it's not yeah it's I mean and the thing is too like our stories they're all very unique but a lot of them have the same and common threads um I am I'm similar as well I was one of four kids I was the oldest and I resonate when you were like yeah I just like I was one of many, and I feel that really deeply, and, you know, it's not that my mom didn't give me attention, it's just that, like, I needed a lot of attention, (laughs) like, all the time, and then I see this now as an adult really playing out, like, when I don't get attention, I tend to revert back to Chelsea, who, when she was younger, didn't get the attention, and, you know, maybe then comes, like, the outbursts, or the moodiness, or however I kind of reacted as a child, so, okay, now that we kind of have some of these connection points. So I think we're going to eventually circle back to just the overcoming imposter syndrome. But I think for you, it's how can we start to develop your unique voice? You mentioned that in the beginning. It's like, I don't really feel like I have a voice. So let's talk about that a little bit. So, okay. What makes you unique in your industry? What type of method or approach do you take to climbing training that you don't see a lot of other people take
1: uh actually there's not not so many coaches that uh, coach climbers in Finland and if there is they are usually uh, uh, employed on on the climbing wall mm-hmm. so I'm the only one who who does uh, like um coaching uh independently mm mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's different. And plus, I've got a lot of certifications. I don't think anyone else has so many of them. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, I've been climbing over 20 years, so I have a lot of experience as well. And I think one major one is is that I am a woman. Yes, I think yeah. it's, a, it's a huge one and it's a strength. Definitely. I think mm-hmm.
0: so. It is. Yeah. It absolutely is. So okay, and this can be for for you and for anyone listening too. If you're struggling to find your voice, you already have one. You have it. It might just be kind of like deep and under there. It might we might just be a little bit too afraid to use it. I've recently come into this period of time where my motto is like, "Fuck it. I'ma say the thing that I've been wanting to say for a really long time," and I am. At this point, I'm willing to alienate a few people so that I can talk to other people very directly. So to kind of keep that in mind too, not everybody's going to like you. And that's, we have to be okay with that. When we think of people that we look up to business owners, maybe that are seven figures, um, just really, really big people that we maybe, I don't want to say put on a pedestal, but that we're like, okay, I want to do that one day. They did not get to where they are without making some people upset. They are controversial. They stand in their truth. And that's what draws us to them is that they stand in their truth and their authenticity. And not everybody agrees with that all the time. And that's okay. So coming back to this idea of what makes you unique as a service provider, you're a woman, you have so much experience. So let's dig into that experience a little bit more. So because you have the background that you do, the certifications that you do, I mean, you have a legitimate like degree in setting the foundation for what you do as a coach. So I want you to think about, okay, so other, other coaches for me, um, I, I like, and I appreciate science, but I never took a super scientific approach to training. I was more, let me talk to you, see how you feel. We can adjust from there. So because of your background, how might you approach training somebody differently than let's say me, for example? Well, I don't think it, it's that that different. I um
1: I use the same method. I see how my uh, clients feel when they train. Mm-hmm. I think it's more important than any science behind it to actually ask how they feel, how the training mm-hmm. feels. Yeah, but um, I I do sort of have a scientific approach to it at um at some level because I am. I follow the um sort of well quotes guidelines the, that they have for strength training mm-hmm. you know the the basic guidelines but I I'm guess you do the same I haven't seen your program so
0: Yeah. Yeah. I also have the the personal training certification and just, just for anyone listening, it's not that we don't think science is important. Of course we do, but we, we are much more anecdotal as well. We really like to check in with the client and see how they're feeling. But I do know that there are some coaches that they're like, nope, science, (laughs) we're going the science route and I don't really care how you feel. And I think, yeah, just being a woman myself, that doesn't work for me. I'm like, I feel very different day to day. And we need to, you know, be able to factor that in. So let's go a different, route then okay so what made you want to become a climbing coach in the first place
1: I actually did a uh, weighted pull-up competitions a few years back <laughs> and I was trying to find a coach for myself and I couldn't find one that I liked so I thought of, oh I'm gonna just coach myself then and mm-hmm. I got really good yeah I got really good results uh, and actually ended up winning the thing and um, yeah then I sort of realized that Oh shit! Maybe I can do this. <laughs> I, I actually can do this, and then I thought, oh, I should train climbers. Yeah, why not? Because I've got the the you know the climbing background, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah,
0: I understand the strength training thing, and yeah, yeah, I love it. You, okay, yeah, yeah. So you <laughs> couldn't find anybody that you resonated with. You couldn't find anybody yeah. that you could see and visualize yourself working with. So yeah. when you work with clients. What's the type of feedback that they get? Do they say things like, "Oh, Kiersey's super understanding. She's really responsive." Like, what is the type of feedback that you're getting from clients?
1: Yeah, the responsive is one because um, mm-hmm. I, I think it's really important that when they pay me money, um, that I'm I'm there twenty four seven. Yes. Not well. Yeah. I don't, I don't answer the messages in the middle of the night, but yeah, you know, you, you get the idea. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm there for them. You know, I, I answer their messages. I listen and um, I, I talk to them. I I give them tips. uh, I give them advice. And uh, I think that's the the most important thing when you're a coach. Mm -hmm. For me, if, if I, if I had a coach, that's the one thing I value that the coach is there for me Yep. whenever I have a, anything to ask if I have any problems if I just want to you know uh whine about something <laughs> they are there and yes. they, I know that they're going to listen and they are not going to judge me they're going to you know give me advice and listen and yep
0: just be there absolutely so okay so when when we're in these positions where we're working with people sometimes you know we can know these things about ourselves like oh i'm really caring i'm really compassionate i'm a really great listener sometimes we can know those things but it really helps for clients to tell us and for us to be like oh my gosh so if that's what somebody is saying about working with you i want you to lean into those traits about yourself so when you go to say hey I have spots open to work with me, what you're going to get is a coach who's there for you. You're going to get a coach that's ultra responsive and cares about where you're at. If you're having a bad day, I want to know about it. I want you to message me. We are in this together throughout the entire process. So you can start to step into essentially what everybody else sees. You know, we, we might see it as well, but you can start to step into your voice that way because other people have already told you, I see these things about you. And that can be a really easy step for you to actually start vo- vocalizing like, hey, I am really good at this, and I'm really responsive. I'm a great coach.
1: Oh yeah, that sounds really, really good. Actually, I never thought of thought of that like that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> thanks. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah it it's amazing if you, when you say it like that. <laughs> I know it, it might be uncomfortable at first. Um, yeah, for me, a lot of the feedback that I get is like, I'm I'm very loving. Like, I oh. care about my clients a ton, but I also It's, it's kind of like tough love, but it's not like if I, if I see something and you're holding yourself back, I'm going to call you out on it in a loving way. And we're going to come to a solution together. So for me, I realized that, oh my gosh, you know, if I've already attracted people in that really resonate with that style of coaching, why not, why not actually say that about myself so that people can know that right off the bat, that this is the type of coaching you're going to receive from me. So essentially it's like play to your strengths, like know what your strengths are. As a coach, what makes you unique and different? And for you, do you want to work with people just locally or online too? Uh,
1: mainly online, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So yeah, that's the main, yeah. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. And then what I would do too, so kind of coming back to finding your own voice, I think something that's super helpful and probably underrated, like I think more coaches could stand to do this. I do this. Um, still to this day, I do this, is if I'm following people in my same niche. And I am looking at their content. I'm reading what they write. I'm constantly watching their stories. I'm you know, at a subconscious level, I'm comparing myself to them. I'm saying like, wow, this isn't happening fast enough. Should I do what they're doing? Duh. Like I, I second guess myself, a lot of doubt and fear tends to creep in. I actually would highly recommend if you are following people that are in your specific niche doing exactly what you want to do, I would mute them on Instagram. I would stop consuming their content because what that does is it actually does shape the way that you put out content at makes it a lot more difficult, I think, to find your authentic voice. So for me, what this looks like is um, business coaches that are kind of like on the same level as me doing the same thing. Like I don't read a lot of their stuff because I know if I do, the next thing that I come out with is going to be like essentially a copy of that, even if I'm not trying to do that on purpose. And letting yourself be inspired by the conversations that you have with your clients, letting yourself be inspired by the downloads that you might be getting from the universe, the things that you're like, oh my God, I need to talk about this thing. But because you're not comparing yourself to anybody else, you're not going to second guess it and keep it inside. So really making sure that, I mean, for me, this is essentially a way of protecting my energy. This is protecting myself so that I can actually show up more. It's fall time in Leavenworth and the absolute worst thing is when your skin just can't quite keep up with the boulders that you want to climb. So what I've been doing lately is I've actually been doubling up on the amount of collagen that I've been taking and my all-time favorite one, you know I'm going to say it, Fizzy Vantage. So this is created by climbers for climbers. So what I really notice with the Fizzy Vantage collagen is that it actually regenerates and renews my skin so much faster than when I don't take it. I've actually gotten my boyfriend hooked on this as well and he's like, wow, I think I'm actually noticing a difference. So collagen can be really great for hair, skin, nails, gut health, tons of functions in the body. And for me, the way that I really like to take collagen is I put a scoop in my coffee, the unflavored. Um, you can experiment with the peach mango flavor in your coffee if you want. Don't come back. Don't don't at me if it's not good. But I really love the unflavored one in my coffee, just one scoop in the morning. And then I also take another scoop right before bedtime. I call it like my before bed or my bedtime elixir. So I usually put it in a little bit of tea, my infamous collagen tea latte. You can do a caffeine-free, one if you're doing it before bed. If you need a middle of the day pick-me-up, I'll often also make a tea to go out to the crag or to go out and boulder. I'll just steep some tea, put some collagen in, a little bit of non-dairy creamer for me because I'm non-dairy. I've really been loving the French vanilla nut pods. Shake it all up, bring it out, and it's been really great, especially since it's been getting a lot colder lately in Leavenworth, so it's been really awesome to have a hot drink, kind of rejuvenate me, and know that I'm helping with the actual formation of my tendons and ligaments while I'm climbing as well. So if you want to go ahead and try out the Fizzy Vantage Collagen, you can use code LADYBETA for 15% off. That's all one word, LADYBETA for 15% off. You can go over to FizzyVantage.com and check out their other products as well. I really love their plant-based PowerPlex Protein. Super great. I also really love their Endure-X. That's to be used during a workout to actually keep blood flow and to be able to recover quicker between attempts. Fizzy Vantage works with tons of climbers and high-level elite athletes, so they really know what they're doing. If you go ahead and try out their products, tag me on Instagram in a story, and I can't wait to see what you tried.
1: Comparing yourself to others, it's... it's pointless isn't it but we we tend to do it i i do it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah it ju- it just makes me feel small yeah mm-hmm. and it, nothing good good ever comes from it so yeah
0: yeah who am i to do this i don't yeah, have exactly. the same audience that they do oh they just have it all figured out and then yeah we start to change little pieces of ourselves to try and match what we think you know is cool. doing the right thing or you know whatever it is. Yeah, and so we start to change that way. So I would really like I like to think of them as like shields like yeah, we're protecting like this is my energy, this is my little bubble. Um for a long period of time I stopped listening to podcasts um from people that were like in my same niche. Um, I actually did that long before I became a climbing coach because I was like if I listen to those I'm going to talk about the exact same things and I'm not going to be able to form my own opinions on this. And that was really important to me is that I had a unique voice. So one more thing to kind of like wrap up this, finding your voice and really finding like what's unique about you. So thinking about all of like the major brands and corporations in the world the reason that they're so successful is maybe not just because of their branding not because of their marketing not because of their actual product it's because when people buy those they feel like they're joining a movement they feel like they're joining something bigger than themselves it's not necessarily just buying the coat or the jacket and you know hey it's this is stylish this is really cool it's for example with nike you know their slogan just do it they're buying into the movement that we're moving forward, that we're doing big things, that we're overcoming whatever it is. For me, when I look back at what I've done with Lady Beta, a lot of it is empowering women. They're joining a movement where they can feel empowered. So for you in your own branding and your messaging, thinking about what movement do I want people to join? because that's how we can bridge the gap between inspiring people. You know, maybe they're like, that's really cool that you've done that. Like, good job on that climb to actually getting them to take action to working with us.
1: Yeah, it sounds really cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you can just... I would just make a list. Honestly, um, first I would probably make a list of like all your amazing qualities as a coach (laughs) and a person too. You know, you're not just a coach, you're a person I'm really loving. I care a lot. Um, these are the things that I really value and prioritize and then be able to go from there and say, okay, from these things, why are people joining on the ride with me? Like, what are they, what are they signing up for? It's not just me. It's what I represent.
1: Yeah, being Finnish, it it will be very difficult to to write anything nice about myself. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing in Finland. We never ever say anything nice about ourselves. It's it's yeah. weird, but luckily it's changing with the new generation. Yeah,
0: good, good. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah, and I mean for you, like you're going against the grain. I mean, just by being a female climbing coach, so it's like lean into that. Like, okay, when I go against the grain, actually amazing big things can happen. And so, okay, if you're if you're similar to Kiersey and you're listening and you're like, I don't want to make a list of good things about myself because that's like it's really uncomfortable. um, Aim to maybe putting like a number on it. Aim to come up with at least twenty different things that you like about yourself. Twenty.
1: Um, oh my god, that's
0: that's a many things. <laughs> you could be like, I like my nose. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, if you don't focus all of them like on the the physical, um, you you can if you want. But I I think going you know challenging yourself to dig a little bit deeper. Like um, for me, one thing that I really like about myself is I am loyal as fuck. Like for the people that are in my inner circle, I will go to battle for you. Like no questions asked. I don't even need to know what happened. I will stand up for you. And that's just like, that's a big part of me. That's something that I really like about myself. Um, and I didn't realize that until like, I actually sat down and was like, okay, What are the things I like about myself? Like, after you do that, I think a lot of things are going to be able to change in the way that you show up, you're posting content, because it's kind of like this renewed sense of confidence. You're like, actually, I'm pretty awesome. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. And it it makes a really big difference, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. When you feel that you're confident and yeah, you actually value yourself and you think you're worthy.
0: Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So how are you feeling so far? Things that have come up for you?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm good.
0: Yeah, feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Okay, so one other thing that I want to do with you, and this is another type of exercise. So this is um, similar to inner child healing. You said that you felt the tingling in your legs when we went into that exercise. Another thing, so if anyone's struggling with overcoming imposter syndrome, I really want you, so Kiersey, you can go ahead and close your eyes again. You are in a safe space. You are able to Relax into your body. You are safe here. Safe to dream. Safe to think big. Safe to think back on your past memories. Thinking of a time that you experienced imposter syndrome. Maybe it was being in a room with a bunch of people that you thought were really, really smart and you kind of wondered, what am I doing here? Thinking about the time where you posted a piece of content where you were worried about getting backlash. Thinking about a time where you put yourself out there and were worried that you might get rejected. Thinking about All of these specific times that you really experienced imposter syndrome and allowing yourself to feel into your body and asking yourself, where do I feel this? Where is this coming up for me? Is there a location in my body where I'm experiencing pain, stuckness, tingling? Where is the energy blocked? So Kiersey, with your eyes still closed, if you do feel or experience this, if you wouldn't mind sharing. My feet. That's
1: tingling. Your feet. <laughs>
0: yeah. Your feet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the reason that we, it's helpful if we pinpoint where it is that we are experiencing this emotion, we can actually start to move through it. So with it being stuck in your feet, for me, the visual that that brings up is being afraid to move forward. I can't move forward. I'm literally, I'm stuck. I am, I'm like rooted to the ground right here. (laughs) Shaking her head. Yep. (laughs) You're amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. It's, um, thank you Uh. for that. But yeah, it's, uh, it really is important. So feeling it in our bodies, once we acknowledge that, then we can start to say, okay. What are the things that I need to do in order to feel like I can move my feet? So for me, what I see in my mind, and I am, I'm a very like visual person. This might not be the same for everybody, but I kind of see like, we have like these roots coming out of our feet. They're connecting us to the ground and it's a, it's a really good thing to be grounded, but it's not a good thing to stay in the same place forever because as coaches, as business owners, we have to be able to move and be dynamic. So I want you, Kiersey, to, to really sit and think, how can I get my feet to move forward? Do I feel like I'm stuck in mud? Do I feel like I have cinder blocks attached to my feet? What visual can I come up with? And you know, maybe it's not a visual, maybe it's actually just feeling too. You can feel into that. The energy of it. What do I need to think of in order to essentially like release that tether and be able to move forward? Do I need to splash a bucket of water over the mud so that I can release my feet and walk? Do I need to smash the cinder blocks so that I can move forward? So, for you, Kirsi, what's coming up for you?
1: Um, ice. There's a lot of ice under my feet. And if I take a step, I will slip and fall over
0: Mm mm-hmm okay Ooh, that's powerful and especially yeah you being from finland we just talked about before we started recording it's snowing there for her already (laughs) so okay could we introduce something like poles would that be helpful could we introduce something um i'm thinking like crampons Mm -hmm. so that you can have more stability on that ice what can what can introduce visual that's going to actually empower you and help you to move forward yeah crampons i think yeah <laughs> climber yeah we're going to go with yeah. the, we're going to go with what we have in our arsenal we're going to go with crampons so okay finishing kind of like this exercise i want you to sit and visualize in your mind again you you slipping on the ice you're experiencing hardcore the imposter syndrome it feels like oh i can't use my voice i can't put myself out there i can't do what that other person does i can't do it like they do it And you're slipping, you're struggling, you're feeling it in your feet. And all of a sudden, these crampons, they pop up right next to you. Put them on. Put those crampons on. This is you taking action and saying, you know what? Imposter syndrome, you ain't got nothing on me. You are like, when I think of people, I think of their souls. And no two people are alike. Nobody can do it like you because they're not you. We don't want to do it like other people because we're us. We want to shine our own unique individual light. So putting those crampons on is standing in the resistance of I deserve to be me. I deserve to show my authentic self to the world. And when I do that, I'm going to attract the perfect people to me because they know me. They see me. They see deep into my soul. They see who I am and it resonates with them. And I deserve to have that. So I want you to put those crampons on, and then try to take steps and see how you feel. So you can go ahead and open your eyes. She's she's smiling. This is a this is a good sign. <laughs> so how are you feeling after that?
1: Amazing! I was running on the ice already. <laughs>
0: oh, we're running! I love it. <laughs> oh, this makes me so happy. <laughs> Oh, my heart. This is why I love coaching. Um, Yeah, I I absolutely love just, you know, in in such a short period of time, like such big transformations can happen. And I I literally, I'm visualizing you running on the ice with your crampons now. So I think pairing a feeling, something that we feel, oh, I'm experiencing imposter syndrome, understanding that feelings are chemical, literal chemicals in our brain. They are attached to, to our past experiences. And because of that, this is a lot of work that I do with brain rewiring, we can actually change how we experience things. We can change those chemicals if we pair new visualizations with them. So now when you experience imposter syndrome, if you're able to just take take a deep breath, Shut your eyes. Tune into your body. Visualize yourself on the ice. I also visualize a reindeer out there. I don't know if that's <laughs> like accurate or not, but I'm like, I'm like really we're playing into the the Finland <laughs> that I have in my mind right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Uh, and and be able to visualize that. You know, see yourself. Maybe you take that third um, person point of view, and all of a sudden, this the the crampons they pop up right next to you and you put them on and you actually change how you feel in that moment and now you're running with your crampons oh this makes me so happy okay so we've we've talked about a lot of things and you know it's it's only it's not even been 40 minutes yet of coaching Feel like a lot has happened. So, Kiersey, do you want to share with me kind of some of your bigger takeaways, um, things that you found really helpful, how you think you'll be able to approach? I mean, essentially, showing up for yourself—that's what it is—is saying I'm worthy enough to take up space. I am deserving enough to show the world my true self.
1: I think the biggest takeaway is probably that um, I shouldn't, you know. Follow um people on Instagram that are on my niche or, or listen to the podcasts and stuff like that. I, I really really resonate with that. that I, um, I it's it's difficult to do um, any posts or anything after that because you think your posts are you know not as good as the the mm-hmm. other ones. Yeah, so yeah, I think yep. that's the biggest takeaway just unfollow those for a while and you know try and do my own thing
0: yes yeah yep Yep. absolutely get inspired by Mm. conversations that you have I mean both with clients and not you know maybe members of your family as well for me when I think of business owners that I really admire it's their ability to take conversations that they have and apply it to what they're doing. Maybe they're talking about accountability. They're struggling with trying to eat a certain way or whatever. And you notice that, yeah, my clients struggle with that too. Like that's a very normal human thing for my clients to struggle with. So I'm going to talk to that. I'm going to speak to that through this other story and conversation that I had. So yeah, this is, this is one of my favorite things to, to coach through is the imposter syndrome, because it really is. It's saying to the universe, like, you know what? I deserve to take up space and I deserve to set boundaries Too, reminding yourself that boundaries are never about the other person. You know, when you're, when you're muting or unfollowing people, it's not them, it's us. It's taking responsibility for our feelings, our emotions, our triggers, and then setting a boundary around it, saying, this is what's going to be protective for me. It's not about you. It's about me. And then moving forward from that and maybe at a, you know, I also think it's a lot more empowering too. So instead of having stuff like that pop up in your feed, you know, and you're like unsuspecting and you're like going to post something, you're like, oh shit, they just posted about that. And then all of a sudden you're like, is my stuff bad? Is it weird? Should I not say this? So instead of having it pop up when you're not ready or prepared for it, maybe, and I do this a lot too, is I go intentionally check, check in on people what have they been posting? What have they been up to? And for me, that feels a lot better because it's in my control. I get to choose when and if I want to do it. Yeah,
1: that sounds good. That's a really good idea.
0: Yeah. 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 You kind of get to take your power back in that way because yeah. social media, I think it's amazing. We get to connect with people from all over the world. I get yeah. to connect with you. Um, probably never would have met you otherwise. I mean, maybe, maybe we would have. But um, I think the, the downside is that we have access to people all the time all of the time. We can see how people are doing, what they're posting, what they're doing. And I think sometimes it really is worth just putting a little bit of a bubble around yourself and saying, you know what, this is where I'm going to exist for a while. I'm going to start to develop my voice. I'm going to start to remember what my voice sounds like and remember why I did this in the first place, because I couldn't find anybody that resonated with me. So I created that. That was a gap in the market. I couldn't find anybody who cared as much as I did. So I stepped into this role. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Final thoughts, anything else that's coming up for you? Um, I say this a lot in my in my coaching calls and containers. <laughs> Is there anything else that comes up for you? So if you've worked with me before, that's probably a very familiar line for you.
1: I'm definitely going to use that uh, sort of mini meditation with me on the eyes and the crampons. Yeah, because yes. I'm, I'm also doing the synergy self-paced at the moment. Yay! So, um, yeah, I'm going to definitely put it in there with yes. the brain rewiring.
0: Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. In one of your rounds, that's gonna yeah. Oh, yeah. It's gonna it's going so to be amazing. Oh, it's going to be perfect. Yes. Oh, that's such a strong visual, too. Yeah. I know a lot of people do tend to struggle with visual, visualizations but it's it really is like it's allowing yourself to tune into your body and and maybe you don't see images and that's okay maybe it is more of that feeling maybe it's a scent or a sound but allowing yourself like whatever comes up for you go with it see if you can expand on it and actually get it to a place where you're at point A you want to be at point Z you do something to take action in the middle to overcome it and to you know essentially what you're doing is you're empowering yourself to take that action
1: yeah definitely um For me, I think um, the visualization is, is, I I see images, very strong images. So that, that was very empowering to see the eyes and yeah, the crampons and everything. Yeah.
0: I love it. Perfect. Yeah. And you can probably hear the noises too. And then all the details get added in after that. So I want to say thank you so much, Kiersey, for coming on the show. Hopefully this was very helpful for you. I absolutely loved being able to work with you and coach you through some of these things. And please keep me updated. I want to know how this continues to shape the way that you're able to show up if you still find yourself struggling or if you find yourself like, I don't even struggle with that anymore. It's not even a thing. Keep me updated.
1: Yeah, I will. And thank you, for, thank you so much for, for taking me on the show. This was amazing.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. I'm so glad. Oh, I love that so much. Huge, huge thank you to Kiersey for coming on the podcast and for being nervous but fucking doing it anyway. I absolutely love being able to take and guide people through those moments, the moments where There's fear there. We know it. We can we can feel it, but it's the type of fear that kind of begs you to rise to the challenge. It wants you to answer it. Fear wants you to answer its calling. And it's it's really cool to be able to watch people see that and get transformations and bloom because of that. So again, huge thank you to Kiersey for coming on the show. And if you're wanting more information about Ignite, make sure you head over to the show notes. Again, enrollment closes tomorrow on Friday. This is the last live round. We'll be doing other things after this. I'm super excited. And if you haven't yet left a rating and a review for the podcast, you know what I'm going to ask you. I would be super appreciative if you could go leave that rating and a review. It only takes a couple of seconds. I'm going to be doing a roundup soon of all of my favorite podcast reviews, so be sure to go ahead and get yours in there, and you'll probably be in the carousel of reviews that I do. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and I will talk to you next episode.